Welcome to the Life Well Done Podcast. Optimizing physical, mental, and emotional being. Challenge plus change equals growth. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Life Well Done Podcast. Uh, pretty excited about my guest today. Um, before we get into that, I want to remind everybody that the website, lifewelldone.com, is up and running. We are accepting clients for fitness, uh, if you're an athlete, if you're looking for nutrition help, we have uh, options, phone calls, just building templates out for programming. Uh, tons of options at that website for your actual fitness goals, uh, your sport performance goals, whatever it might be. Um, but also, you can link this podcast from there, uh, the couple of YouTube videos that we have out. Uh, which hopefully will be getting some more soon, a blog post, uh, and just everything in between there. So uh, go check that out if you are bored or if you just want to support me in the podcast, that would be awesome too. Um, or if you need help with your fitness and nutrition goals, I would love to chit-chat. So fill out uh, um, some stuff on the website and talk about that and figure out what we need to do to get this going. Um, outside of that, please, 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 Take a couple of seconds to go over to iTunes and give me a five-star rating if you support that. Maybe leave a review. It helps uh, kind of spread the word of what I'm trying to accomplish here. And, uh, or give us some negative feedback. I'm always open to understanding what everybody wants to hear. Um, but yeah, be sure to find me on social media, uh, at Life Well Done on Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram is what I use predominantly. Um, but yeah, check out those things, uh, at life well done for everything. Anyways, going on, uh, today's guest is Darren Hansen. He is from Pocatello, Idaho. Um, met Darren a couple months ago down in Austin, Texas. We actually roomed together uh, with a couple other people, um, from across the country, the world really, um, in the UK. But Darren, uh, uh struck me as, uh, really caught my attention with the way he carried himself throughout that weekend for our certification and uh, just a very smart, confident young man that's doing some really great things with training and, and his community out in Pocatello. And uh, we've been talking for a couple months now about how we want to do this, and here we are. Uh, so we talk about a lot about uh, the fitness industry, just kind of the goofy things that we see and things that are happening on CrossFit and all those types of things. But uh, it was a pretty fun interview for me to do, and I'm looking, to uh, looking forward to collaborating with Darren again in the future. Um, but if you are listening to this and you're looking to check his stuff out, you can check out the links um, or check out uh, Hanson Athletics, um, which, again, will be all linked to this. So hope you enjoy. Be sure to leave a review and share with your friends. Talk to you guys soon. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah, we're fucking live. All right. We're live. We are good to go. We're in it. Uh, what's big up, B Darren? and Big B, baby. Yes, what's right. up? Back in action. <laughs> what's going on, Darren? How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. I know we're just chit-chatting a bunch and probably should have had the thing record. You had it recording, but we should have had the recording. Oh, yeah. I always record everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why not? More, uh, more Instagram shit for the gram. Um, That's right. So, yeah. Like, yeah, I introduced you, but um, met down at the Power Athlete, down in Austin, the Power Athlete uh, cert, and what a fucking yeah. weekend that was. Uh, that was what a weekend. That uh People have asked about it, and like we have, we've already talked about, like we've got to be careful about what we say to uh, kind of honor the bro code of it. But um, damn, dude, that was pretty transformative. Regardless of the weekend went the way you want it to or not, uh, it was just it's such a weird thing. I mean, we, you know, poor you coming in, everybody's already asleep um, at the yeah. house, you know, <laughs> and then and then we got one guy from uh, 
Maddie from from the UK who's just teaching us all this new language and shit. Like you know, fuck Maddie all the stuff. Yeah, and games. That was, keepers, uh, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the games my new. Keepers. I want to be one. Like that's my. <laughs> We're all moving to UK. Yeah. <laughs> change of plans here yeah. no i was uh, that was an incredible weekend like uh super grateful for a whole bunch of the uh stuff that happened that weekend but one of them was kind of connecting with everybody um you know we had you from pocatella um um nolan was from indy uh, sam the yeah. farmer from minneapolis area yeah. and we, had the UK. <laughs> we kind of covered all the bases we had like these big like strong dudes that were kind of getting wilted down to like a dead flower petal like all weekend you're like I don't yeah. know if I belong here and all this shit, which was pretty wild. Um, but yeah. overall, man, that was, that was super awesome weekend. And, um, I'm, I've been pumped about this. I've been trying to get, like, I want to talk to Maddie at some point, but I want to talk to, uh, uh, James out there in the UK as well. It's just, it's a pretty cool community that we, we got to be a part of here. And, um, I, I think that it, it kind of shape, like kind of brings together a pretty typical philosophy of just kind of simple shit. And, um, kind of going through what what stuff is tough, but um, I'm just going to dive into what, what kind of like made me want to like other than just seeing what's up with you, dude, and checking in. But yeah, know, right? uh, that whole weekend, you know, again, not trying to give a bunch of stuff away, but the, I mean, the weekend didn't go the way you wanted it to. Um, and that's, that, that was truly unfortunate. But the thing that I walked away from, even with a couple other events, you know, there's some early morning training that, that kind of got us all fired up and you, you spit the ball right out for us. And, um, but what was most impressive was just the way you handled yourself the entire weekend. It was uh, totally humbling for everybody. Um, and I think that even the people that were showing some kind of like confidence in it were seriously debating like whether or not they were good enough and all this shit. Right. You know, just yeah. trying to stay calm, like the duck under, you know, feet underwater type thing. Um, but my biggest takeaway from you was just the way you handled yourself. Uh, like absolute true professional, uh, despite that weekend, just not, going as you would expect it to it had nothing to do with like oh darren's not smart he has no idea what he's doing like no you you clearly fucking do uh you can just talk to you for six seconds you're like yep he's got a pretty good handle <laughs> on this stuff um but you know like it that's just part of like testing i'm usually on the other side of that and, and luckily for me like it, it went well but when you walked out of out of the you know kind of finding out the fate of it um i can only picture what i would have been like and i would have been a fucking mess uh, and you just kind of like took it and were like, okay, yeah. And I remember you saying the feedback I got was ex they're exactly right. Like I can't argue them on it. It just is what it is. And here we are. Um, yeah. And I thought that was just super impressive, man. You didn't, you didn't let it kind of change you. Uh, I know you were disappointed for obvious reasons, but you know, we go out that night, we have a couple of drinks and stuff and it wasn't, you would have never known. And I know for me, like that was a really good, uh, experience for me to watch somebody like you who um, is, is super successful in what they're doing with strength conditioning right now, at least in my eyes. Uh, and just to see you kind of take it in stride and go, listen, this is, it's just one, one thing. It's not defining. If I would have went out that night, I would have been a fucking disaster, you know, like, uh, so it was really good for me to see um, just that, you know, it was cool also to see like, no, there's several people that had that same fate and, um, the whole group was just kind of like, that's not your defining moment. We know that it has really nothing to do with who you are as a person, like all these things. And I thought that was, uh, that was pretty cool. So maybe there's a question somewhere in here, but growing up, all these things, like you're, you're obviously a super confident guy. Um, you don't get to where you are right now with your training with Hanson athletics and everything, um, with your presence in social media right now for strength conditioning. 
without having that confidence? Was it sports? Was it a family upbringing environment? Like what kind of allows you to look at yourself and go, yeah, that's, that's not what's going to define me. I'm just who I am and I'm going to learn from this. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, let's get rolling, baby. So <laughs> and I, pre- I appreciate those uh, kind things you said about me. So I think it's a combination of things. So to understand bringing is up, which is very um, religion dominant, right? So I'm in an area where a majority of people believe certain values and it gets kind of judgmental just because of how many, the presence they have. Right. And then my family, I'm the only one that's not um, like in the religion or, or practicing. Right. And and now it doesn't bother bother me really, but growing up, um, I, I like to say fake it till you make it. So I always had to really act a lot more confident than I was in my decisions to not be involved because I'd be like under the gun with my family, my friends, like, why aren't you doing, why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Why are you doing? So I think that was the beginning of that, of like just being confident with who I am. Um, also red hair, you know, you get picked on it. You get picked on growing up because you have red hair. Um, so there's just like a culmination of things where I just had to be resilient is how I would explain it. Um, and then kind of fast forwarding you know played sports all like all the sports in high school I I played I had actually did four sports my senior year because they let me do golf and track it was the same season but they let me like I would go to the tournaments in golf and then I would go to my track meets so like I'd miss school like three three days a week it was awesome (laughs) so I I did football um golf track basketball so I've always played a lot of sports and now now you know, I'm getting into more tennis and stuff you can do after, but, uh, so that obviously helps you get some confidence. Right. And then I move, I move into college and, um, I'm doing CrossFit at the time. Um, you know, cause I had some injuries, so I kind of got, I, I didn't get to play the sports I wanted to play, um, in college. So I got into college, got into CrossFit because, you know, that was something I could do and feel competitive. And that's, kind of was my introduction into like actual working out and luckily I had a really good mentor I feel like that shaped me a lot because he owned a CrossFit gym but he he was he was more into like the basic shit kind of like he he's not a power athlete guy but he would have like he could be yeah fits the mold per se yeah and he uh he actually started under Kelly Starrett like back in 2008 in California so I got kind of and I kind of got a good mentor, which was good. And then I got thrown into this, the school asked me, cause I just was kind of involved with campus rec on campus. And they were like, Hey, do you want to start like a CrossFit program for us? Like they're going to do an affiliate, yada, yada, yada. Um, so basically I got thrown in this situation where the school provided me a gym. And then all of a sudden I was in charge of it, programming it, getting clients, the whole thing. And I didn't know what a single fucking thing I was doing. <laughs> So I had to, again, fake it till I made it and just right. like continue to keep my composure under the gun and just hold on. And, you know, luckily things have turned out well. Um, that's kind of where Hands Athletics got its start. My brand is because people were graduating from college and they were like, hey, like I want you to keep coaching me. How can you do this? Right. So I started doing it for free on Facebook groups. And then from there, 
um, started charging and then kind of find just kind of growing and expanding as it grew. Um, so I guess I've kind of always just been under the gun and I've always been, I failed a lot because I'm the person that I wish I was a little bit wiser and I could take people's advice and not make the same mistakes, but I tend to like want to push the limits to the point where with anything in life where, um, I learned the hard way. Right. So I feel like I've failed a lot and then I've just got more and more comfortable with failure. So for example, like when we're at that, the, the block one, um, I don't, you know, I didn't expect that I was going to pass or whatever, but I just felt like either way I knew I was going to get something from it, whether I passed or failed and that there would be more opportunities to be successful. So that's kind of how I've started approaching things is it's like, and for example, last night I, I've been trying, I always have hated like public speaking, like in just like in a room with like 20 people plus. So now I've been just volunteering for like as many public speaking things as I can. It's awesome. Just, just to fail. And I feel myself. So I always feel myself and then I go back and watch it. And try to like each time I try to eliminate one thing I do that I'm like, man, I don't fucking like how I use <laughs> yeah. that word so much or I move my, move my hands, you know. So I try to pick something so that every time I do it, I get more and more confident up there. Um, so it spills into I've been like kind of following along with I don't even know how to say Logan's last names like Gelbrick or whatever. But he yeah, yeah. Deuce, Deuce CrossFit. Deuce gyms. There's like a bunch of, anyway, he's got like a whole brand and that's kind of where I want to see myself going in the future is more of, um, I want to coach coaches, but I also want to do like, talk about how it all relates more than just fitness. Right. Dude, yeah. Uh, well, see, there, yeah. This is why we're talking then. Cause there's a very common connection there that I don't think we actually hit on. Um, yeah. we were down in Austin. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, like the public speaking things exactly. Like people are like, what's your dream? I'm like, it's not, it's not to sit there and be a personal trainer. Um, not that there's yeah. anything wrong with it. I just, I like, I'm, I can't do that all the time. It's, it's draining, but like I, the connection with humans and trying to lead them, lead me, lead myself by helping lead others. And, um, yeah, you know, like everybody's got this knowledge, right? So if it has like strength conditioning side of things, it's great. But, um, like I love the mental health, which was, I was going to kind of segue into that when, when we kind of wrap this, this portion up, but, uh, that's awesome that you're like, that's the growth mindset. Like you, to a T you're just describing what growth mindset is. Like just drop, yeah. your, drop the pin and see what happens and fucking evaluate when yeah. it's over. Um, which is super awesome. Cause like, that's, I think everybody struggles with that. Right. But like, I'm sitting here on the other side, like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. I'm not sure if I should put this out or that out. I'm like I'm a pretty extroverted person, except when it comes to social media. I'm like, I want to not post at all. Like, well, yeah. To grow an online presence. You, you got to put yourself present, out there, you know? Um, yeah. so it's, it's kind of like that, the double-edged sword there. Like yeah, exactly what you want is exactly what you know, the thing you have to do the things you don't want to do, uh, or you feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. doing, which is, which is awesome. You're su uh, super open to like the feedback and, um, just kind of yeah. like self-evaluation too. That's a really hard thing to do. Um, yeah. You know, like, and I, and I, yeah. And I, and I, I haven't always been great at like taking the feedback. Like I've always been good at, kind of running with something and like being confident in the moment. But I, like I would say in the last couple of years, it's helped me. I've been, like I said, studying kind of stuff Logan puts out and then similar things. And like now I almost thirst for like disconfirming information. So information that's like not telling me I'm good at something, but you're like, Hey, you know, 
for example, at the block one, one of the tests, I went into it with, I interpreted what they wanted completely wrong. Right. And basically they just sat me down and were like, dude, you fucked that up. And I'm like, fuck, I fucked it up. Like, that's, (laughs) you're right. I did that completely wrong. All right. You know, so when I got my results, I wasn't mad. I, I wasn't, I was like, fuck, I fucked it up. But I also, I was disappointed, but I wasn't sad because I'm like, I just, that, op, that experience will likely be something I can capitalize on and, right. and make me an even better coach. Right. Right. And, and just, and even just the experience of like, I'm not going to, I like, everyone still feels the emotions. Like I was still upset. And I like got home and I was like, fuck, do I even want to do that again? And I'm like, and I know I'm going back. So for me, it's good to know that like even something to that scale, if I fuck up, I'm willing to invest my resources and my time again to, to show back up just to show like, Hey, I can take that information and apply it. Yeah. It's the whole, it's not about what happens it's how you react to it. Right. Like how do you respond? And, um, yeah. It's just so much, it's much easier to say than to do. I mean, good Lord. Nobody, yeah, nobody yeah. wants. Yeah, I'll come back, but you're like, fuck, I got to book a plane. I got to, right. Know, there's, I gotta, there's more, gotta, it's more than just taking a weekend and going down and partying or something like that. You're like, dude, this yeah. is a, this is a big investment. I need to make sure that I'm studied up. I need to make sure that I'm in fucking shape. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like all these things, but yeah, I just, uh, from the get go, man, like I, you walked in the first second I met you, I was like, this guy's got some confidence about him. Uh, but then just kind of the way you, you took in stride, everything, um, it was, it was pretty awesome. And it's, um, that's a hard weekend for someone like me who I struggle with a lot of insecurities, uh, pretty outward about it. Um, I, I think there's strength in like showing your vulnerabilities, but man, being yeah. in a room where you just look at everybody and go, I don't belong here. Like these are all alpha males here, uh, yeah. and females. I mean, there are a couple of females in the group that fucking kicked ass. Um, yeah. you just look at everybody and you're like, dude, these guys are machines. They're, they're smarter than I am. They're more physically fit than I am. Like they just have it all. And like, that's what I jokingly said. I was like, I know I'm supposed to like try to stick out. Like you're supposed to be like in charge and in control. But I was like, dude, just fucking hide here this weekend, buddy. It's just, <laughs> just do what you need to do to get what you need. Uh, and yeah. then we'll reevaluate and like kind of move forward. <laughs> it's a totally, it's the absolute wrong attitude to have. Um, you know, like. <laughs> Go fucking throw yourself into the water first and let somebody else come save you, you know, like, geez. Uh, yeah. But, and then like that, that was still a lesson learned, you know, and I think as I got kind of comfortable with the environment, I, I started to break out a little bit, but, um, you know, for me going to that block one was, was far more than like earning a block. That was, I kind of mentioned it in one of the groups that I was like, man, this is, I've been following the CrossFit football guys, you know, this whole entity for years now and it was the one thing that kept me coming back to the gym uh learning and just i always felt pulled to it because of the simplicity of what they were doing it was like it resonated with my my own philosophy of like be the best athlete you can but like how you move is far more important than what you move and just all these like things like that um and and so like to me it was all the mental health shit i went through the suicide anxiety depression these things that were really struggles in my life like so for me going there, it was like, yeah, it's not even so much about passing this thing. It's about proving to myself that I'm capable of passing something and, and kind of getting over all those struggles. So like when, I, when they told me I passed, I was like, yeah, like that's great because I don't have to financially invest in like coming back down here for this same test. But more than that, it was like, see, dude, like 
you need to be a little bit more in control of who you are and stop listening to the stupid voice inside your head that tells you like you're not good enough and uh, all that stuff. But what a, what an absolutely transformative weekend. Like so glad to have met uh, the five guys that live, you know, we lived together for that weekend. That was, uh, that was awesome. I, I don't think like, <laughs> man, we had like the perfect group of five too. <laughs> it was, man, it was like, seriously, that's part of one of my biggest motives, driving factors of like going back and getting this thing done is it's like just it was so relieving just to be around a group of people and that and just realize that there are more people that kind of have like similar values motives with fitness because you just get caught up. I get caught up in so much bullshit I see on social media and like uneducated coaches that I am around all the time that just not it's not the fact that they're uneducated it's the fact that they don't have a, a drive or a, or a want to be better. Like they don't want to learn. They don't want to put them. So if anything comes up that let's say like a round table, I try to set that up here in Pocatello and people won't show up because I feel like they're afraid to be exposed. Yeah. Like they don't, they don't want to talk, like even just talk about things that maybe they don't understand. But I'm like, that's what I try to do is I want to be talking to people way smarter than me that well, I can knowledge that's why like podcasting man like uh if if anyone's ever listened to like one episode of my this podcast they know that i'm joe rogan fanboy and it has nothing to do with like oh uh i believe everything he said there's plenty of times where i listen i'm like what the fuck is joe rogan talking about right now generally i'm pretty like philosophically like that's exactly how i view the world that's hilarious like i want to be a stand-up comedian like i want to do all these things but to me he like broke this he, he beat the system he just sits there and talks to people while he smokes weed and he learns. He just and learns. And they're super smart. And they're all like professionals. Yeah. And like, he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Bring that PhD and I'd like to learn about that. And you're like, what? Yeah, man. Like, that's what I want to do. I learned like half the shit I know from like about strength conditioning, like all this stuff has nothing to do with it. You know, um, we're frozen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sorry. So uh, it's, it's, yeah, we're, um, it's just one of those things of like the things that people are like, Oh, you, you know, all this shit. And I'm like, that's cause usually I have headphones on my head and I'm listening to people talk and I remember it. I don't remember the shit I've read. You know, I was reading a book the other day. And I'm like, I've read two chapters tonight. I don't, I mean, I have, I have an idea of what I was just reading, but fuck, I was not in that book. I was just kind of reading the read and do something different. I'm like talking to yeah. you, you can tell me something right now. And I'll be like, okay, I got it. I think I got it. Now. I remember it. Yeah. And it's so to me, like, just that communication, the ability to kind of challenge the belief or some kind of theory, some kind of principle, whatever it might be, um, is like true learning. When you have that like a little bit of arousal and, and emotion, um, and then somebody says like, yeah, but have you ever thought about it this way? And you're like, oh, son of a bitch. No, I haven't. Um, and like to me, like, there's just really no right or wrong. It's just people do things differently. You know, like, yeah, and, and it, nobody yeah, really you can, knows anything. Yeah, and you can learn something from everyone. And like I've just – I almost got it. I'm like addicted to the feeling of, I, I like now like standing up in front of people and feeling like vulnerable, like, yeah. because that's when I grow the most. Cause if somebody says something, it really like, maybe you should try this. Maybe you should do this. Maybe you're doing this wrong. And, and when it's me and then when, you know, it's a very high stakes situation, it really sticks with me. And it's something I like reflect on later and actually get growth from. Yeah. You know, if I feel comfortable, it just kind of bounces off. But when I'm uncomfortable, that's when things that are said or done 
really stick with me. Yeah. And it is, uh, and it's so true. I mean, like all, all the people that we like kind of look at as successful, they all say the same shit. Go yeah. out there, go out there and fail. When you fail, go do it again. Just keep fucking doing it and doing it and doing it. I, I was literally just listening to the power athlete podcast and like they're making fun of texts on there. Uh, and they're like, God, I remember the first time like, he has, he couldn't make a joke. Like he's terrible with that. And, uh, and they're like, you've come a long way, man. And it's just funny that like everybody's got a gift and everybody's got a struggle or some kind of like something that doesn't work real well. And man, my shit is fucking up. It might be mine too. We're still good. I got you. Well, uh, no, if yours is staying normal, hopefully you get your recording is clear. It'll be fine. We'll, we'll edit it out. It's uh, there's like four people that listen to this anyway. So um, it'll be perfect. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, 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 yeah, right. I think it's, I'm going to listen to this all over. Um, oh, it, me too. it is pretty fascinating. Just even like hear some like well-born talk about, you know, certain things. And that was kind of the turning point for the weekend for me where I started to open up was when John Howard spoke. Right. So you're in this room with, what do we have? 21 people at our block one. And for all intents and purposes, you look around and you go like, if anyone's going to fail, it's going to be me. Like, I, I don't know. Like these people are fucking studs, yeah. like all this shit. Like this guy will lift 5 million pounds and that girl sprints really fucking fast. And, and then John Howard's yeah. talking. He's like, let's just open up the Q and a, and like, you got some big badass dudes asking questions about like some really sensitive shit. And I was like, now we're talking, <laughs> man. Like this is yeah. what I tell, right. Um, when I thought that was super cool because it's just, it is such a part of, our industry, it's a part of life. I mean, like people struggling with life, uh, you know, and we're talking about having therapists in, in your, you know, your phone that you can just be like, here's a number for this person if we need to. And having, having real life conversations that are very outside of, oh, squat this way, lift this much, sprint like that, like has nothing to do with that. Like we have to go down to that route. And I thought that was one of the coolest parts of that weekend and it made everybody kind of open up to vulnerability and just say like, dude, we're, we're here for a bigger purpose. And it has very little to do with like actual strength conditioning. Um, yeah. And that was, I thought a really cool experience. And I, I think I asked one of the last questions to John and he like, he basically told me, I don't have an answer for you, but you should probably get on podcasts and talk about it from your experiences. And I was like, Oh, son of a bitch, man. Like, not basically he was telling me what everybody else in my life tells me, like, be more confident, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, you know, instead of like, you know, kind of smashing yourself into the ground. Um, yeah. And I don't remember even who it was came up to me right after like, dude, why'd you wait so long to ask that question about like head injuries and suicide, all these things related to it. And he's like, I would have loved to have talked about that way more. And I was like, damn, I, you know, I'm sitting there like, should I ask the question? Should I not? Should I, should I? And then finally it was like, dude, you're here for an experience. Like, get your experience now. Like just ask the question who knows what the fuck's going to happen. And it was no, it was actually an experience gainer rather than it was like people judging you and asking, like thinking you're stupid. So it was, and that weekend was um, pretty incredible. And then they got a bunch of, for the most part, a bunch of dudes talking about going belly to belly with each other and uh, you know, fucking hugging each other and doing that shit. So um, I thought that was, that was super cool, but I think the other big takeaway of it was, you know, you talked about it and you're, you know, you did cross it for a long time. And now I, I know pretty sure that you've kind of leaned away from it. Um, maybe CrossFit yeah. is a, maybe a tool rather than, uh, the actual Avenue that you stroll down. Um, yeah, but it's, it's funny cause I feel like I have struggled with CrossFit all my life and I, I've been involved in it cause it's like a, the community aspects of spot on is great. 
Um, and there are some really smart, talented people with it. It's just, I struggle to sit there and go like, how can we do this every single day without like having some kind of principle put into this like a rest day, these things. And, um, it's just not, it's not basic. <laughs> like they try and explain it as basic. You're like, this is not, this is all philosophy, yeah. right? And like zone diet. And like what the fuck is zone diet, man? <laughs> you know, like that's if you fit, if it fits your macros, you're like, mm, mm, technically, <laughs> sure. Uh, and like I'm hardly the pillar of health here, but damn. Uh, so it's, it's just funny. So I guess like I want to talk a little bit more about Hanson Athletics. You kind of talked about how it got started there and maybe CrossFit was mm-hmm kind of your breeding ground to start. Um, yeah. And it's oh, yeah. like, it's like that for a lot of people, you know, where like yeah. they get their start in CrossFit and then they go like, Oh fuck this dude. That's not at all what I want to be doing. And if you have to be a part of it, it's not the worst thing to be a part of. It's just how do you manipulate that system to work for you rather than just continue to smash your head against a brick wall? Yeah. Yeah. So first I'll answer that first part or kind of get into it. Um, so I, did CrossFit a um, couple years, went to regionals on a team. And then even at that point, I was 21, 22, and I knew that it was too fucking much for me. Like I was hurting bad. So I got into, I really, I was good at the, the Olympic lifts. So I got into the Olympic lifts just kind of like, cause I was fucking, I was done CrossFitting. And I'm like, I'm just going to do this because I still kind of had that competitive itch. So I started Olympic lifting and then I actually only, I trained for Olympic lifting for like four years and that's all I did. And I competed at all the national meets you can compete at. Um, I was like, I was pretty good. I was good for the area. I was winning competitions, you know, getting some money even. So that was, that was good. But then I found out that route too, like I was getting pretty fucking beat up by the end of it because I don't like have the best mobility. So I was working around some, some edges there, you know? And, uh, so I got into Olympic lifting and during that time, I'm just Olympic lifting, but I'm also running that, um, program for the school. Right. And I've, I grew that thing too. By the time I graduated, I had 150 members. Damn. So that's like a full fledged, like big time gym. gym. (laughs) I'm coordinating events. I'm like hiring coaches, training coaches. (laughs) And again, most of it's just faking it until I make it. But I kind of found that, uh, CrossFit football group right through like my CrossFit ties. And I was like, this is, these are the guys I, I, I like. So I started looking at what they were doing and, and then started taking, um, similarities to their programming. So I actually started only training people I, before I was doing five days a week. And then I kind of started to think about and understand, uh, recovery and, and lifestyle. And I'm like, you know what, maybe college kids don't, they're young, but they probably don't have the fucking best lifestyle for recovery. Right. So I'm like, maybe we should train like four days a week and then one day be an active recovery day. Sure. So I started implementing that and all of a sudden people are feeling a lot better. They're PRing, yada, yada. So then I'm like, all right, let's just do a linear cycle. Just like our athlete or at the time CrossFit football does. So we started just doing back squat, deadlift, and like strict press uh, and power cleans. And we just did like a linear cycle, right? And then the conditioning was just short, under 15 minutes, basically everything they talk about. And people were just getting way better. We're way happier. I mean, my retention rate was insane. Everybody's coming back every day. I knew who was going to be in each class. 
And I was like, fuck, this makes way more sense than just fucking destroying people every day. Right. So, so that's kind of like where my, uh, my brain started to tick a little bit. And I'm like, okay, maybe these guys know what the fuck they're talking about. So I just like followed along with them. Um, you know, I've kind of been like you, you, I've been following them forever, you know, and then it, it wasn't always as appealing. Like the CrossFit football, I never even thought about going to seminar cause I was young. Yeah, dude. Uh, I was always scared to. Like, I, yeah. I don't know. I'm not smart enough for these guys yeah. I mean, or whatever it might've been crazy. Yeah. And I was in school. I probably really didn't even have enough money at that time to do well, it. That was the other thing. I'm like, dude, I don't you know. That's like six weeks of work for me. <laughs> like, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I got, yeah. So I kind of got following along with those guys there and then power athlete made it even more sexy for me when they kind of broke off. Um, but I kind of started implementing that stuff those methodologies and principles that they do have early without really understanding or knowing why. Right. And I really like like the transfer training and like the fact of the matter is, is I've, I always, when I was younger was like, I mean, I want to train like elite athletes. Like I want to freaking, I want to just make people freaks. And then now I've like come to the realization and I think a lot of people, even at that seminar that everybody's pretty much gym owners or trainers, like, honestly, we're going to work with 90% brand new people or people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. And it's not, it's not people that are trying to be elite athletes. These are like people that are like, Oh, I want to, you know, I train a florist and he's like, Oh, now I can carry the flower vases up and down the stairs. Like, and Which that shit's sweet. cool. And I almost, and now I'm like, that shit's cooler than like, yeah. oh, I got my power clean from 335 to 355. Like, yeah. I think that shit's cooler because they're regaining abilities that they didn't have. And then I also work with a lot of people with Hanson Athletics that uh, just want to move pain-free. So I work with, because I actually, it's a unique situation. I, my gym's shares a building with the PT clinic. So That's I'm actually saying, yeah. a physical therapy clinic. I'm separate, but, um, basically I work with her people that are between finishing PT and returning to sport or getting back out in the world. Right. So I have a population of clients that come from there. And then I also have my own, um, which is great. So I work with a lot of people that are returning from injury. And then I work with people that I have a lot of people come to me from other gyms here in Pocatello that are like in pain or just like, I need more coaching cause I'm in a group class. Yada, yada, yada. So I, I like, am like a mercenary coach where people come to me for like t pay for 10 sessions of one-on-ones. I'll get their shit right. And then they'll go back into their gym. Yeah. You know? So that's kind of the niche I filled with my physical location now. Like I'm basically working like as a advanced, like PT, like I'm working with people that um, are done with PT and are between returning to sport. And when I, and when I implement these, things I've learned from power athlete in terms of how, you know, not everybody I work with, I'm going to get to like a perfectly toes forward squat or whatever. But when I implement the, the style and the hamstring dominance and, uh, you know, kind of their principles on how to move the weight and whatnot, um, I tend to find that it eliminates pain from movement for a lot of people. Maybe not at first. Cause like they say, you got to attack your limiting factors cause right. you're going to have limiting factors. That's probably why you're moving the way you are is because you have some issue down the chain. Right. And my background also just brief side note is I did exercise science and uh, kinesiology emphasis. So I like really kind of get, I really nerd out on how the body moves. Yeah. So it's like a good fit for me. So, um, but since I've been implementing that stuff, 
it's really helped a lot of people and, and not just athletes. Like I get that their main target or they talk about athletics a lot, right? Like sport transfer sport, but I'm just more like, dude, this shit works for people recovering from injury people that, and they know that and people that just want to get better at walking the dog or going on a quick mountain, like right, riding their bike in the mountain or yeah. whatever. Like it all just makes more sense to train that way to me. Then like CrossFit, if you train CrossFit and you do the movements like CrossFit people do, you're basically, that's like sport specific, I guess. So yeah, if you want to be a fucking elite CrossFitter, you go you're going to do some shitty ass power snatches like at 95 pounds for a million reps. Like that's just like part of the sport, if you want to call it that. Um, but I'm not interested in that. So that's why I don't train my people like that. But I, I get why like if you want to fucking be good at it. But then I'm also like, why do you guys all think you can be CrossFit Games athletes? Because fucking like now with the changes, even like two, one one percent of you guys are even have a chance. Like you have a better chance of picking up hockey and going pro. Right. Than just fucking pick up hockey. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> dude, it's um, and it's not to sit there and bash on CrossFit. CrossFit has been fuck, man, for for the fitness industry in general has been an incredible game changer. I mean, you think about oh, yeah. what it's done for just getting people off their couches. In that sense, it's great. The problem is exactly what you just mentioned. People walk in and go, I want to do that. And you're like, that guy no. was an elite athlete for 10 years <laughs> before he came to us. And then he took that athleticism and he turned it into CrossFit. So, yeah, maybe we just start with, like, walking straight for a second. Yeah. Like, damn. You're only 20 years behind. Yeah. Don't worry. Like, damn it. <laughs> that guy is a genetic monster over there. And you're saying, I want to be Rich Froning. Fuck, yeah, I do. Look, he's hot, man. He's got a <laughs> you wouldn't believe. Everybody wants right. to be rich. I would do him. I don't even care, you know, but I'm also not going to be rich froning. Jesus. It's so funny. Like, yeah. Unbelievable. I like, I can't, again, if you do cross it, right, it can be a super beneficial thing to changing your life in a really positive way. But the problem is people's ego comes in and they're just like, well, I'm going to snatch 5,000 pounds by two months from now. And you're like, no, you're not. Yeah. You just, there's people that have dedicated their lives to snatching a heavy weight and they still suck at it. Like, are you kidding yeah. me? Uh, super. And the coach. Yeah. And the coaching, like I went and got my CrossFit level one at 19 and then I was running a gym and I didn't know what the fuck oh, I had. Still no don't know what I'm doing. It was bad. Yeah. I listen, I listen to like some of these guys talk like Cal Dietz talk and I'm like, huh? Yeah. What are you? I'm fucking that? wrong for like, I've been wrong. And I thought I was right. <laughs> like, damn it. Yeah. Um, it's super funny, but you're talking about like, yeah, everybody, I think at some point, myself included, like I want to work with athletes and yeah, obviously it'd be sweet to, you know, be in the NHL as a strength coach. And in, in theory, it would be, I'd like to find out what it, what it's like being up there. Let's put it that way. I know. Right. I'd yeah. rather find out I hate it than not do it at all. But, uh, you know, I recently just took on this uh, new position. It starts here in a couple of weeks where, um, I'll be, I'll be working with actually one of our other block ones. Uh, he's a PT, but. Um, through one of the hospital systems, they've kind of started to get a hold of the high schools in the area and they're putting in strength conditioning coaches in the high schools. And so for me, like I've always thought when I played hockey, I I've always, um, obviously sports give people tools for life, you know, whether they use them properly or not, but the mentorship, some of my first coaches are still like best friends to me. You're not going to email them, call them right now. And I have a response right away of like, what do you need? You know, what's going on yeah. here's some, you know, whatever it is. And I always just appreciate that because, you know, we don't always listen to mom and dad. And 
sometimes you just like, I don't want to yeah. disappoint them. I don't want to talk to them. So you have these other outlets of people that kind of play the motherly and fatherly roles for you. Um, and, and to me, like working with the youth, actually, I just posted something about it today about like, you know, having the difficult yeah. conversations with, with the young kids and like, why does nobody do that? And, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be youth. It could be adults too. Like there's plenty of times where I stay after a class and I'm talking mm-hmm. to somebody, I'm like, dude, you're, you're struggling. What's going on? You know? And, and same, they blow it with me too. Like right away, they're like, what's wrong today? Like something's not right. You're, you're not cheery. You're not doing this. And, um, to me, like, that's what all that is. And when you say like, yeah, everybody wants to work with, you know, these elite athletes. Yep. It's because they're, they're, they're turned on. Like they, they, they're switched on to like, this is what I want to do. Even though I don't want to be here today, I'm here to do my job. And so like, I've started to say like, it's not so much about, I want to work with elite athletes. I want to work with people that want to be here or like that are, are buying in. Um, like you can buy yeah. into anything and get results. That's the thing. Like people are like, well, this program is better than the other. Is it? Like it just doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really matter. Uh, if you're doing something, you're probably going to get stronger, faster to an extent. Now, when you start getting up to that certain percentage, you're like, yeah, okay, well we need to teach you how to sprint better or squat better. But, um, Fuck, dude, like even just general population people teaching them a proper squat where you do have like posterior chain dominance, and, like all these things that like, your life gets much better. You're not as achy. You're not, it's, I've gone back to the linear progression. So I was like, I don't feel like I milked this thing all the way. I've got, you know, injuries nagging that have been just sitting around. And like, you know, I put 245 on the squat bar. I'm like, dude, I, I've sat down with 425 before. This is dumb. And you start lifting it like a little bit more in tune or like, you know, with intention. And all of a sudden I'm like, I just did 15 reps over three sets and I am fried. Like I am absolutely Mm -hmm. destroyed. I'm sore. And it's just like the feedback is there when you start to understand like, Oh, this is what I'm trying to accomplish here. I'm not just trying to accomplish moving weight from here to here. I'm actually trying to move properly with that weight on me so that when it gets heavier, it's better. It's, um, so to me, like I've just started saying, like I just want people that are here to buy in, that want to learn with me, um, because like people are like, oh, doctors, like that's still a practice too. Um, yeah, just like strength conditioning would be, just like living life is a practice. It's uh, it's pretty fascinating how how successful you can be just implementing basics at a high level, and that's yeah. pretty much that's all pretty much elite athletes do. You know, they do a lot of things really well because they have a foundation that's second to none like they do fundamentals incredibly well that's yeah yeah i love how you said because i never actually put into words like although i should it's like you're looking for the buy-in so that's kind of the environment i'm trying to create in my gym is because i know i'm not going to work with elite athletes mostly um but being in the sector where i only do one-on-ones in small group i i get to be very selective and very kind of my prices are a lot higher and it's not just to make money. It's because then it's it, people that come in, like they could go to a gym down the road for like literally a 10th of what they pay to come to my gym. Sure. But so people I get are typically ready to learn and be coachable. So that's really created. I love the, I love working with the people I work with because I'm not just getting, you know, a hundred members paying 80 bucks a month and it's, you get 30 of them that you just can't stand. Right. Right. It's all people that I kind of have vetted before I even take them on. And then I really enjoy the actual coaching I'm doing, you know, and I, that's, it, that's, that's so awesome, important, man. 
Yeah. And that's awesome. You, I think it's where it's headed in terms of, I think there's going to be a lot of job opportunity between that, that kind of PT strength and conditioning coach relationship. Because be. before, yeah, before it was like they fucking hated each other and nobody wanted to talk to each other. And it's like, Oh, that strength and conditioning coach is fucking you up. Oh, that PT doesn't know what they're doing. They're, you know, they say you're injured, but you're not injured. I think there needs to be that kind of relationship between the two because they're, they, both benefit from each other well it's 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 pretty much synonymous to me like even being in i mean i started out in the crossfit world with this training shit and you know just i i kind of was mentored under a guy that did not get along with the rest of the community and it was like his way or the highway he took very uh very much to heart you know if people wanted to go to a different gym like it would be like a personal thing i'm like dude they're they're paying clients they can do whatever the fuck they want like yeah. they, it's closer to home for them or they're, you know, they just met a girl and she goes over there, like whatever it might be. Like you can't hold that grudge for that. And so I kind of grew up, like grew up, I kind of grew up in this, in this industry of like, why do so many people hate each other versus why are we not just kind of like embracing each other, strength and conditioning in general? Like your program is different than mine. Great. You want three by 10. I want five by three. I don't cool. know. It doesn't even make a fucking difference. What matters is like, why are you doing it? I'd like to know because if I have an athlete that comes in and goes, this is not fucking working, then I can go, well, Darren over there is doing this. Let's fucking slap this on for a try and see what happens. And all of a sudden yeah. we did, we've done exactly what we're supposed to make the athletes a better human being. Yeah. You know, like, and so much to me, like that's where I come from. Like, I am definitely not the strength conditioning guru at like, you know, like people are like program this. I'm like, I don't fucking know. You're like, I just <laughs> squat. I don't know. Move well. You know, like, yeah. I don't know, 85%. Where the hell did you get 85% from? I've been doing this yeah. for 12 years. And I have no clue what 85% of the back squat is. And yeah. Like these things keep happening. And I'm like, no, I need to go to where my strength kind of is. And that's with the connection side of things. And to me, that's more important. Like know what your athletes or your, your members, your clients are doing or thinking. And that way you can kind of use the fitness just like sports as the tool to maybe make their life a little bit more positive or, you know, what yeah. insert whatever word you want there. But it's a, it's a super strange industry, particularly between like PT strength and conditioning coach, but even more so the intro of like strength coach to strength coach. Why are we not like sharing more shit? That's why I love the block one, dude, is it's like all of a sudden there was 20 smart coaches that are all open to sharing and talking. And like, like I said, I've tried to set up things here and everybody's guarding their fucking eggs. And I'm like, you guys don't even have eggs. Everybody just fucking talk, dude. Like you're not doing anything that we, somebody, the other person hasn't heard about. Like yeah, and if you have, you wouldn't be sitting here, you know, like yeah, you'd, you'd have exactly. written a book and you'd be at the universities, like implementing the shit for some really awesome people. And, uh, yeah it it is the silliest thing like how do you know what you know i don't know i've read a lot of things i've watched a lot of people and what makes like i've got enough of a background to go that makes sense a little bit i'd like to research it further or it makes so much sense that i'm going to just implement it and see what happens or i look at it and go i don't understand that shit at all like that that i don't see how that applies at all science wise and um it's very much like i i wanted to touch base on this because i know you'll love this shit too but like it's like people sitting there and go well it's meatless tuesday what meatless Tuesday? Like, well, you know, it's meat's not good for you. What are we fucking serious still? The, the world health organization <laughs> literally put out like, they're like cholesterol, 
cholesterol. The World Health Organization literally put out a new research study and they, they put all this shit out and said, there is no upper limit to cholesterol. It's, it's, a, like it, it's not a thing. Just chill the fuck. Like, it's everything else that we're taking in. Try and put the pack of cigarettes down. Maybe don't have four beers tonight. Maybe the yeah. high fructose corn syrup, like meatless Tuesdays. I literally walked out of a conversation this morning at the gym. Yeah. I was sitting there I'm making my fucking Instagram post. I'm like, I got to go grocery shopping. I could get meat. And that's the whole conversation in my head. And I hear, well, yeah, my chiropractor lost like all this weight. Uh, and he said he started reducing his meat intake. And I literally just like put my phone down. was like, you, you what? It wasn't, <laughs> it was not the fucking meat. And like the people, the people I'm referring to, they like, I joke around with them all the time. So I don't feel bad, like chirping them right now. And they, I post all the time, like, uh, one buddy at the gym, he was gone full carnivore because I mean, this guy fucking squats over 500 pounds, a big dumb gorilla. Right. And he's like, yeah, I've yeah. never felt better on this shit. You know, he just had some heart issues a year ago. He's like, never felt better. Blood pressure's down, all this shit, weight's coming down, getting stronger. And, uh, his girlfriend, she's good friends with a girl I used to go to high school with. And I guess two weeks ago she called my friend and was like, I'm really concerned about the amount of red meat Brian eats. <laughs> <laughs> I'm concerned that you are out on the weekends drinking so much alcohol. You don't know what happened the yeah. weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy uh, fuck. I'm like, See, that's what we're battling, bro. Yeah. And all... I'm laughing because, you know, I go to the store this morning. I'm like, oh, meat's on sale. Yeah. Give me 10 pounds of ground beef. Uh, and the, you know, everybody looks, you know, I'm walking out with ground beef. I'm walking out with all these steaks and shit. And then like, I got to hear, yeah, we should have, we should mix in this. We should definitely take meat out. I'm like, I don't know if I can deal with this shit anymore. Like it, it literally has been yeah, debunked. Yeah. Like read, read something modern here. It's, it's incredible. Uh, I just think back to like the I actual know. like uh, cert because it was like, ah, I can finally not feel stupid about eating six pounds of beef for every meal because everybody's going to go, do we need another six pounds? <laughs> you know, just keep getting more meat going. This is, yeah. uh, it's, do you deal, do you have do you like when you have your clientele and stuff? You deal with a lot of that shit, where they want to fight you on how much meat or like just diet in general, like the basics of dieting. Um, no, maybe more on like the online sector. People will send me a lot of stupid sh shit, but uh, not really because in person, I basically when I get a new client, I'll go through like a thirty-minute nutrition kind of talk, and I'll say this is what I believe. Yada yada yada. Is what I recommend. Um, sometimes they'll shoot like random questions at me, but for the most part, um, either they're not talking to me about it, A, or B, they kind of just buy into what I gave them because I give them like a pretty intensive, not intensive, like the, the 30 minutes talking is pretty intensive where I'm like kind of drill, drilling them on what they're eating and whatnot. And then I kind of just point them back to, you know, very similar to the power athletes. Like I just give them like, what to eat, what to limit, what to avoid. Right. Um, so I make it super simple on that end and just talk about whole organic foods. The closer you can get to the farm, the better. Sure. Um, and that's about like, just like we just try to eliminate processed foods and like uh, soda maybe is a good start. And right. um, from there, yeah, let's cut out the soda before <laughs> right. we, and the alcohol before we cut out the meat. Like right. let's try, let's, try that and then and you, you, get, you get the client that comes in like wanting the weight loss and like they come in for three hours a week and they're like are we doing enough in here well 
could we be doing more? The answer is yes, but you're not allowing that to happen. Secondly, it's not really what we're doing in here that's going to make a huge difference. We're just trying to get you moving a little bit more than you have been. What's going to make a difference is you actually being honest and saying, like, I did not drink this weekend. I did not eat a whole lasagna this weekend. You're like, I'm as guilty as the next dude. Yep, I crushed an entire pizza the other night. You're damn right. And then I went for the ice cream. But the next day I woke up and was like, ooh, yep, probably need to get back on track here. Let's have some eggs and bacon. Like, here we go, back at it. Uh, it's not to sit there and say, like, don't have any fun. It's sit there and say, like, dude, you need, you need to, like, macros. Can I, what about my macros? Oh, my God. Dude, why don't you just try eating the right foods for, like, seven days in a row? And Before then you maybe, worry about how much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know what you're having too many macros of is fucking Twinkies. Uh, yeah, exactly. I know that because I do it, too. You know, like, damn. <laughs> like, yeah. how many hours a night do you sleep? Uh, two and a half? Well, I mean, listen, I'm not going to yell at you because I do the same thing. But I also know that when I do get seven to nine hours, I feel much better. Yeah. Shocking. No, never heard yeah. that one yet. It's so, yeah. dude, it's so goofy. Like, uh, when you hear stuff and like, even when I, like, I sit there and bitch, I'm like, why don't I feel well? And you're like, well, take, take some inventory here. Like, yeah, you drank that night and you, know, you had pizza that night. You didn't sleep two nights in a row there. And yeah, yeah. that probably is a good reason why you're hurting and, and like things aren't yeah. working. Jeez, <laughs> like, yeah. man. But it's, uh, it's super funny. Uh, I do want you to talk about your, your puppy dog a little bit and the work. Oh, fucking dog. Yeah, dude. What's your dog? Uh, yeah. Luna. Luna, Luna that's Bear. right. It's a French bulldog. Yeah. She's 13 weeks old and she's a riot. Dude, I'm training her. I'm going to make her the strongest ass, fastest freaking French bulldog. Uh, dude, the, the one day you, <laughs> you, uh, you posted that video of some agility training and week to week, man, the progress. It's insane. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Really, yeah. Like just we the, do. the buy-in, you know? Yeah, the buy-in. She's so committed and I it will do isometrics. I'll just hold her down on the ground and make her try to stand up. <laughs> For like 15, 20 seconds. Yeah, it's crazy. The basics that it's fine with right there. <laughs> it's, uh, no, she's cute. It's been a whirlwind having a puppy though. Cause I mean, she's still a puppy, but she's pretty well-mannered. She's pretty smart for, I feel like a 13 week dog. Like she can sit, she's almost potty trained. Um, but it's a, it's great. I've never, I had a dog growing up and I still have a dog for my family got, but we bought him, we adopted him. He's like three years old. Um, and it, and it was kind of like always my parents' dog. So we still have really close bond, but it's been interesting, like having a baby, like a puppy and just like the amount of excitement they have when you show up and you're just like, dude, I'm a fucking legend to this dog. This is like, you walk in the door, like you could have the worst thing ever. And they're like, yeah, my, my roommates, they have a, he's not someone, he's, he's still technically a puppy, but they have a golden, he's got him where he's super young and uh still even like the door opens he grabs a toy and he's just crying so loud like of excitement you're like yeah i I know buddy i'm happy to see you too and you know you just dogs are they're awesome we can learn a ton from them you know like just smile and yeah like any more friends like that yeah (laughs) Yeah, seriously yeah if everybody if i was as happy to see everybody like that dog is they probably all be super happy to see me too you know like shit that's 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 funny so what's um you told me you're going to Barcelona here for a little bit, traveling a little bit. What's new with Hanson Athletics? What's coming up? I know you said you're speaking a little bit. Um, yeah. Trying to kind of put yourself uh, out there. I've seen you post a couple of things about some new stuff coming up. Yeah. So, we're, like I said earlier, we're making the, that leap order train heroic. I'm going to try to push more 
templates and some cheaper options for people that, you know, can't afford like a customized individualized program. And then in my physical location, I'm starting to put like, like we talked about earlier, kind of mentioned my vision is I want to, um, I want to help coach coaches, influence coaches and, um, really kind of provide a lot of education, not just training. Um, so I'm starting like, you know, how everybody does like six week challenges, right? Like in, in Idaho, I always tell people like, if you have a good fucking idea or, you know, a business scheme, come to Idaho because you'll be two years ahead of everybody else. (laughs) And then you can fucking implement that shit. And then in two years, you'll be rich because you're the only one doing it for two years. Serious. So everybody's kind of do does like their six week challenge. That's barely getting big here in terms of like actual gyms are doing like six week challenges. So set, you know, if you lose, if you lose this amount of body fat percentage during the six weeks, um, you can get your money back or something like that. Like it's all based on like weight loss percentage. Um, so I'm going to do my own version where they're going to do two sessions with me in a small group, but there's four people. So two sessions with me, one session where we actually just sit down and talk. So we're going to talk about, I'm going to teach them about recovery, sleep, nutrition, training, why we train the way we do, why we move the way we do. And it's going to be very emphasized on, so there'll be six sessions of just education, like throughout the six weeks. Cause I want to teach people so that they can take it and do it on their own or do it at the gym they're at. So I, like literally I'm saying to everyone, like it, I don't give a, a fuck if you lose any weight, like I don't care at all. Right. Like I'm just trying to empower you with, you know, the tools to take care of yourself and teach you how to move and whatnot. And I'm sure some of these people will end up, because it's new, I, I'm starting at the end of this month, upcoming month. Um, I'm sure some of them will retain and maybe stay. But I also want the ones that leave to be able to like, kind of take some power over their lives and their training, answer some of their questions they have. Because, you know, our industry, people just try to make shit confusing so they can make money. Um, so my goal is to kind of start this and get more into teaching people as well as the training, you know, and then in the future, maybe turn that into like a coach's six week thing. I don't know, something like that, but that's all an idea I had and is new and I'm going to start trying to implement that. So that's new in actual book the online side. It's more of, I want to start getting, helping out people with that lower tier with just like workout, like, um, you know, I'm going to have higher packages and then I, I want to really implement a low tier template. So people that want to help can get help for cheap. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what's new in that sense. Um, yeah, like I said, I have another job right now. I'm getting to the point where it might, I might take that leap. Um, because the PT clinic kind of like, I, I, I'd love to hear more about what your setup. The PT clinic is talking about, putting me on salary underneath them. I still run my own gym, but then I am underneath them to work, to work with the clients actually as one of their blocks, insurance blocks. So Dang. when they come in, um, you know, I get 15 to 20 minutes with them to work on movement and it's not a full session, but it can be added on to like, you know, they come in, do their warm up with the PT, do their band work with the PT. And then they come over and work with me for 20 minutes and then they do their stim whatever they do, whatever recovery tool they're going to use. Um, so that's in the works of 
actually, and that would be pretty cool. I mean, that would be really an ideal thing because then I would, I feel like I could, if I could invest more time, like in the full-time gym setting, yeah, it's on the edge of being able to really take off and sustain itself. And Uh, that's, that's phenomenal, man. Uh, That's, um, God sounds, sounds, (laughs) I think we definitely missed out on a a conversation that weekend in Austin. Uh, cause there's a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of things you said where I'm like, Hmm, feels like there should be a collaboration here. Uh, but that, what you just said, like the, number one, the, the relationship between underneath that umbrella of sports medicine or just medicine in general, where the strength coach is very much involved, the athletic trainers, the PTs, all those things that there needs to be an open line of communication versus just like a, you're right, I'm wrong, or you know, I'm right, you're wrong, whatever it might be. Um, yeah. Just the collaboration of like, okay, why are you doing that? Here's why I would do this. Like what's, what, how do we make this thing come become like a uh, mesh together so that, and it's fun. That's it fun works. because yeah. you think and you learn and you learn from people that have a completely different background as you. And then you can also see the similarity similarities. And then it's yeah. like, dude, that's so fucking fun. That's what I love. It's uh, it, yeah. And the, the other thing you just said too, is, is, you know, in taking that leap, um, I'm quitting one of my current, my jobs right now. And, and I'm probably going to take a pay cut for this, you know, taking a step backwards financially to hopefully move forward 10 steps, you know, we're like the essentialism of things. It, you know, I'm not necessarily in one spot, but I'm, everything is going to the same subject. Um, as far as like what I'm trying to, everything I do comes from way out here and I relate it down to where I'm at. Uh, and that, that's super exciting to me. It's like, yeah, you might be taking a step backwards in this right now, but four months, five months from now, where might you be? You might be working with these younger athletes. You might be speaking more. You might have developed some kind of online presence to, to help other people out. And, um, and man, love I think, what you're doing. Yeah. Right, dude. And like, it's just, it, the older I get, the more I can appreciate it. But there's that fear and like security, right? Like, well, having that paycheck come in is really great, but it's happening. Is it happening again? Yeah. Um, but having, having that paycheck, the security come in, like sometimes you just have to take that leap and, and really, um, kind of double down on yourself and your abilities and, and learning from others and such. So, um, I think that that's a really great thing. Are we still lost here? It might be mine, man. You good? I still got you here. There we go. Yeah. Wait, yeah. the older you get, what hit me uh, with it? Yeah. I was just saying like the older I get, the more I kind of buy into the idea of like, you, you need to take that leap more often than you think, instead of like trying to spread yourself thin and take on the security of another job. Like, Oh, that paycheck's really great. Yeah. But it could be really great over here. If you were sitting there investing all your time or energy into everything you're doing, going there. Um, and it yeah. sounds, that's kind of like where you might be and, and, man, you're, you're already seemingly pretty successful with what you're doing with Hanson athletics, but, uh, you know, just doing more with it, you know, becoming yeah. working, working with PTs and kind of, uh, garnering a different relationship, uh, and, and just kind of experience and learning more clinical crap, man. Like that's only going to benefit you. Um, exactly. I think that's, that's super yeah. cool. And just looking at things differently, but, um, I think, I think that's a huge deal and, and I, man, I hope that works out for you, but you're, you're talking about like doing the speaking stuff and the coaching. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel, I mean, we'll have to talk about this sometime offline, uh, and collaboration. Cause I think that that's exactly where my mind's at. And it doesn't necessarily even need to be in, in strength conditioning. It's more about like, how do we live our lives? Um, 
Yeah. Like, I definitely am not like some like guru success, like, Oh, Tony Robbins type thing. But, uh, I definitely try to challenge conformity. You know, you, you're not happy. Do something different. Uh, I, yeah. Fuck man. Stop being miserable. Like you are in total control of this thing if you want to be. And, and, um, it's hard to be around people that are just like, this is just what I do. This is what I'm supposed to do. And like only if you want to. Yeah. You make the choice every day. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, like, listen, I, I'm not saying that every day is going to be fucking roses, but, uh, at least if you have some kind of, some kind of direction or something you get to go to from time to time that you're really enjoying, most days are going to be decent. And that's uh, it's frustrating when you're listening to other people and going like, that's not, you don't have to be so fucking miserable. Um, yeah. And that's, that's someone sitting there saying like, I was super depressed, anxious. I still struggle with these things, but like overall, I'm much, much happier. I handle things in yeah. stride and go like, yeah, I don't know. It sucks right now, but I'll figure it out. It'll be all right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, it, and to take that and run with it. Um, so that's, that's kind of our next, my next vision um, is my girlfriend's going to school for marriage and family counseling, Awesome. but she, she is, so she'll be a therapist, like a licensed therapist. And, you know, I would tout myself, I don't have a certification, but I would say like, I could be a pretty good life coach because I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of right. athletes and a lot of fe- and a lot of females and yeah. fuck the shit that the shit that they tell me, they sh- like, <laughs> they tell me more than they tell their significant other. Right. They're like, so I'm like, fuck, I, I know how to like, if I, ha- I feel like I'm destined to have girl kids because I've worked with so many <laughs> girls that I'm like, I would be a pretty good dad to some girls. But, uh, the next vision for me is, yeah, me get into that realm of the education and the teaching and coaching coaches, but also having that sidekick or having somebody licensed that, you know, they come in and maybe it's a six week thing or it's a long, long time relationship, like a gym membership that also they spend two sessions a week training. They spend one session with the licensed therapist, just fucking, they don't have to talk about the shit, like just talking about life and like how they're feeling and fucking how, you know, do you feel like training's helping, you know, kind of tying in the mental and the fucking physical and focusing there before we say, Hey, let's just fucking take this pill, you know, like, so well, trying so, to tie that all in, man. Yeah, you know? everything is so mental, man. It, it like, it sounds cliche, and it, maybe it is, but like, if it's not right in your mind, it's not going to be right outside. Like, it's just never going to fuel you. It's never, it's never going to work without. If you're not right mentally, or trying to work on getting right mentally, whatever the fuck that really means, it's just going to be square peg round hole all the time. And that was something I had to like really understand, kind of going through my twenties here, of like. Dude, you're you're making this tougher on yourself than you need to be. Like like just yeah. try and enjoy some shit and enjoy the ride, the process, all these things. And um but it sounds dude like you're you're onto some great shit and um you know let's try and I'll try and wrap this up. I know you I know you gotta go back to work. Dude, I, so, no, I could go uh, for um, we gotta do another we'll do another follow up one because Yeah, oh yeah. Like I said, it's just nice to get people on. You know, we all we met each other at, at this similar thing and we've there's so many similarities and Shit, we should get all five of us on one something. That'd be sweet. Well, that's that. I was joking, like jokingly going to say, like, yeah. Well, the next the next time we chat will probably be the reunion, um, wherever we decide. Maybe it's the UK or you know, whatever we yeah, got to do. Yeah. But um, Dude, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm yeah. definitely going to swing that this year and just we'll meet the we'll meet just, the night yeah. before and we'll do our own little podcast there. But so, yeah, uh, I have a. Yeah, yeah. I got some shit. It'll, I got it'll, some, it'll be Mary, Mary's house uh, reunion. Yeah. 
She was great. In our, in our honeymoon house. Um, yeah, our honeymoon house. We'll just invite everyone. <laughs> um, yeah, but dude, before uh, I got one last question before, and I didn't, I probably should have briefed you on this one, but that's all right. Um, no, hit me. But before we do that, uh, where, where can my people find you? Uh, if I can't give them, I'll have direct links to it. But I know, dude, you put out some great content for like instructional videos and stuff like that. So. Oh, yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, basically everything's under as as unified as it can be. So Instagram is at Hans Athletics. My website's HansAthletics.com. My podcast is Hans Athletics Radio. You know, my blog's on my website. Um, Twitter's Hans Athletic because somebody freaking took the S. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so basically, yeah, if you just type Hans Athletics into Google, it'll pop up like five or six things that you cool. can look at. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be sure to uh, link everything on, on when I post all this stuff too. But, um, dude, it's it's been awesome talking to you, man. It definitely, uh, I definitely think there was a connection that may have been partially missed uh, that that weekend. But uh, yeah, super pumped we got to do this. And before before we kind of close this out, dude, I, I ask everybody this final question in some capacity. But uh, for yourself, for your clients, whatever it might be, what is it uh, to live a life well done? It's going to tie back to what we talked about today and kind of what my recent focus has been on in my life. It's going to be seek out those around you that will, you know, be honest and give you disconfirming information. So give you, tell you and give you information and whether it's, some will be critical, some will be like designed to be, you know, growth, but let people tell you what you're doing wrong and don't be get offended. Okay. And and a good way to start doing that is also, you know, you got to be able to take it first, but once you can take it and you find that person you trust, you know, point out the things for them too, because they're going to appreciate that as well. So just, just be open and willing to share what others and yourself are doing wrong and not be offended and create a, like a safe circle of people around you where they know they can be honest with you without offending you. I love it. I love it. Which man. is a lot easier said than done. <laughs> it takes practice. But uh, yeah, that would be my advice. And that's yeah. what I'm trying to do. I love it, dude. Well, I think you're well on your way to everything, dude. Uh, love seeing you your, I love, love seeing your, yeah, did we just freeze again? I still got your voice. We're good. Um, but yeah, dude, I'm, I'm super pumped that we got to do this. And uh, hopefully the next time we do it, we're in person chilling. And um, I'm coming. I'm going to have to come out to Idaho and visit you and my buddies out for you. So.